Hawkeye fans to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. The Iowa football team coming off one of the biggest wins in program history over Illinois this weekend. Basketball team dominating, the women's basketball team dominating, the wrestling team getting a W. Just all in all, a good weekend. Uh, joining me, like always, is Austin Myers and Joey Myers. How you guys doing? Pretty good, Luke. Thanks for having me on. I'm decent. One thing I will add is that it's probably not one of the biggest wins in program history. Uh, let me rephrase that for you. It'd be one of the largest margins of victory. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point, Joey. Uh, beating a pretty pretty shitty <laughs> Illinois team by 63 seems like a good win, but I mean, you look like you're playing a bunch of Helen Kellers out there. Uh, if you if you beat any team by 63, it's going to be awesome, regardless of who you're playing. It was such an uninteresting game, though, like score wise. I think I blacked out for like the second and third quarters because I do not remember very many plays and I was at the game. I would disagree with you on that because Iowa has scored over 60 points like three times in my entire recent memory. So anytime that they put up 63 on the board, I'm going to call that an interesting game. I, uh, it was a very interesting game. We, all three of us were at the game and uh, it was a little cold outside to say the least, but Mucho for you. it was a good trip to go to. Uh, we'll just start there. What are your first thoughts of the games? I know Joey said he doesn't remember much, but Austin? Uh, well, you know, like I said, I thought it was an interesting game just because we were scoring points at will, <clears throat> which is not typically something that an Iowa team does. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, the weather was pretty cold. Uh, Illinois fans, if any of you are listening to this, you guys need to do a better job. There was, like, nobody at the game. I've seen high school games with larger attendances. The tailgate was, like, non-existent. So, uh, Illinois fans, you got to step up your game. It was, if, it was quite frankly, just very embarrassing. Like, like, going from Iowa City, where even in our worst seasons, where we get three or four wins, we still put 50,000 asses in the seats. Oh, where you know. Illinois, it was couple thousand Iowa fans, and we outnumbered the Illinois oh, fans. For it sure. wasn't even close. And the student section, it's set up nice. Like, I, I don't mind the layout of the stadium. I thought it was kind of unique. But the student section, there couldn't have been more than 200 people. It, it was just very embarrassing. Yeah. And the stadium on the inside was sort of hard to navigate as well. <laughs> it took it, us forever to find our seats. Yes, I will agree that trying to actually locate our seats was difficult. It's a goddamn maze. And maze. I mean, not not here to call for anybody's jobs, but the the security wasn't great because I snuggled in a six beers and a bottle of Fireball and did some rallies drinks in the bathrooms in between each score. It was retweet. Retweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be to be completely fair though, I've done that at Iowa games as well. Those people mostly are students. And they could really care less if anybody's bringing a beer into the game. And when you were bringing up calling for people's jobs, I thought for sure you were gunning for Lovey Smith there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, Lovey Smith shouldn't last much longer. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely his last season in Champagne. I I don't know how you can bring him back, but I, that brings up actually a very good point. So there's these Iowa fans that always aren't happy with eight, nine win seasons, you know. And I mean, if we get rid of Kirk Ferentz, there's a a fairly easy chance that we become the punching bag. It's not like you're going to get a, a another good coach. Like, Nebraska gets rid of Bo Pelini, who had nine wins for, like, six straight seasons, and look what they've done over the last four years. They're it's hot. Just, well, they're hot now. They've won oh, four okay. in a row, but they're still not going to be bowl eligible, even if they beat Iowa this week, which they won't. Iowa 69, Nebraska nothing. But, yeah, like, you can't, you can't say firing Kirk is the answer 
when you see these other programs around who have struggled so hard to find good coaches, that's just going to get them bull eligible. Yeah, I. what I will say is that it's easy to get lost in the negative thoughts in a, when you're in a three-game slump like Iowa was, especially in the way that we lost all three of those games where it really just captures kind of how the whole season was. It's the entire time we felt like we were having the victory was like within our grasp every single time that we let that slip away. So I think not just the fact that we came into the season with reasonably high expectations and those have obviously dissolved, but the way in which we've lost can really uh, impact the way that people see the coaching staff. And I think that's where you see a lot of the negative Kirk stuff come from. And I mean, sir, a lot of it comes from the underutilization of arguably the most athletic person you've had on your offense in a long time, Noah Fant. Obviously played eight snaps, I think it was, against Northwestern in the second half the week week before, and we lose by single digits. I mean, yeah, that's bullshit. I mean, there's no defending that decision, but he played every play, I believe, in the the game on Saturday for the Hawkeyes offensively. I don't know about that. It was there was something he played, I heard, like he it played might the first twenty five snaps of the game offensively. I don't think he played every single snap. Yeah, I bet. I mean, and you see what happens when you have your playmakers out on the field all the time. And I'm not saying we're hanging, not even forty on every team, but we could put up thirty if we have our weapons out there at all the all times. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. But uh, also, I would just like to re- restate here. I like people are probably imagining in their head what the tailgate scene was like. It's it, much worse than whatever you're imagining. Like Iowa City game days, you can there's jaywalkers all over, traffic stopped, like Melrose is an absolute nightmare. We pulled up in an Uber right next two to, hours before kickoff. T- two hours before kickoff, right on the main road, got dropped off. Right nobody honking. I mean, it was <clears throat> embarrassing, and you're walking around thinking, "Wow, this looks like." couple hours after the Iowa game's over. You know, people yeah. are trying to leave Filter out, but, like, it was probably... The, the parking lots were probably 40% full. That's was, being pretty generous. And most of them were Iowa fans, too, so... Still a yeah. good time, though. Yeah, I mean... Lattes yeah. were going down. Uh, absolutely. Oh, the Bush lattes were tasting delightful, even yeah. though it was cold. It was yeah, it was good. I'm not sure what the name of the town was, or if it was even a town, but we were on the way to the game, and we stopped at a gas station, like... I don't know, 50 miles north of Champaign, and they were selling 30 packs of Bush Light for thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. That's cheap as hell. To put that in perspective, they were selling 30 packs of Ice House for fourteen ninety nine. dollars So Fucking Ice House. That's just amazing. <laughs> so you can find some cheap Bush Light in Illinois. So that's the one thing that also they got, that state has going for it, is cheap Bush Light. Oh Outside my, of that, yeah. crap hole. That $13.99, you're never going to find a price in Iowa for that again. It, that's about as low as you'll ever find. Once in a while, Heavy does the mail-in rebates. Where you well, go. the mail-in rebates, yeah, but yeah. that's a lot more work than just paying for it up front. But, uh, yeah, just a good win for the Hawkeyes. Best case scenario, let's piss-pound Nebraska. I would love to go to the Music City Bowl. I haven't seen any projections yet for that, but let's win this game handily over Nebraska. Uh, our corn's better than theirs, and head down to Nashville, make a fun trip out of it, go to a bowl game, and hopefully whoop on an inferior team. I believe the uh, latest bowl projection that I saw for Iowa puts us in the Holiday Bowl playing Stanford. Would be nice to come back and uh, kick their asses after there's what not, happened a few years ago. There's not as much meaning to it, though. No, it'd I mean, still feel nice, though. It would feel nice. A little bit of redemption, but it's still not the Rose Bowl. Really wet that one down our legs. But uh, Oh, also, shout out A.J. Epinesa. 
one of the best stat lines you'll ever see in a game. I think uh, he had eight tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, one pass defended, a blocked punt, and a touchdown. Decent. De- <laughs> decent at best. No, but that's like you create a my player on Madden as an edge rusher, and you get those stats. Because he's like, but but nobody creates a my player that's an edge rusher. Well, you are a quarterback. You're, you're yeah. the quarterback or the running back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, hypothetically, it, yes. <laughs> shout out to Epi. He had a hell of a game. Had a just a crazy two minute span there for him. Yeah, strip sack, fumble, and the block punt for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And somehow he only got named co defensive player of the week. I saw that some I, kid from Minnesota got named the other co defense player of the week. I didn't see his, what his stat line was. But I'm just going to go ahead and say that I refuse to believe that he had as big of an impact on their game as Epi did on Iowa's game. Well, here's the thing about that. Uh, they only they give out co-defensive and offensive player of the weeks every week. It's not like one person wins it every week. Well, that is well, just that's the dumb. most millennial thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, that's absurd. Uh, two people tried hard, so they both get to be it. Screw that. Yeah, no, that's not right, because A.J. Epinesa would have ran circles around that Minnesota douche, but... Uh, we'll move on here, and uh, guys, we got another team at Iowa playing pretty damn well right now. Women's basketball. And women's basketball team. They're number 12 in the nation after the rankings came out today. Uh, coming out with a big win this weekend. Literally big. Like, I think it was 106 to 39. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was. It, it was, was a big it win. It was more than a double up. <laughs> it was an absolute yeah. curb stomping. It was a, it was a piss pounding. So, good job by Coach Bluter. Uh, Megan Gustafson won. Or Gustafson, sorry. Sorry. You'll never get that right. Yeah, Victoria. I always stutter over that. But uh, she uh, won Big Ten Player of the Week, shockingly, Ain't to no the surprise of no one. She's coming off of the game before this. She was perfect from the field. I like think 13 for 13 with 30 points and 10 rebounds. I mean, not bad. Give her an All-American honor already. She already locked that down last year, but she's looking for two straight. But uh, moving on here, the Hawkeye basketball team, the men's basketball team, is... Uh, Looking really good, boys. Looking very good right now. A lot better the last two games than the first two, though. Yes. I What I'll say about those first two games is uh, Tyler Cook and Jordan Bohannon had pretty rough scoring performances. I know they both got into double figures both those games, but it wasn't like they came out of the gates firing hot. Like Their first halves were pretty poor in both those games. Still won them by double figures, but yeah, the... The 2K Empire Classic, shout out to Madison Square Garden and those guys for welcoming the boys out and uh, just basically handling the competition. It wasn't even really close. Yeah, um, after these past two games, I definitely have to reset what my expectations for the season for the men's basketball team are going to be. Things that we've done this year that we didn't do last year. Uh, We have two good resume wins in our non-conference play. And we have more wins against ranked opponents this season than we did all of last year. So things are looking pretty good. Uh, honestly, you would have thought that Bull Bull was like Kevin Durant or something. Like, every single time that he made a play, the announcers on ESPN were just praising him as God. Iowa really handled him pretty well. But you got to give Ryan Creator a shout-out. That dude he put him in the spin cycle. He played <laughs> out of his absolute you know, mind that game. Bobo is tall. I don't know if anybody else has <laughs> But the guy is tall, and he has a long wingspan, and Ryan Creener just made him look like six foot. For the record, I believe Bull had four blocks in the first half, so defensively he was pretty stout. But Okay, well that's also because 
for like the first three of his blocks, people tried shooting threes over him. The guy's got like a seven six wingspan. Like you don't shoot it over him on the perimeter. Yeah, but yeah, we just played outstanding against the number Ryan Creener straight up bullied the number four recruit in the nation. That is absolutely insane to think of. And Nicholas Bear came off the bench too, played hella good defense against him. It was all around. It was just an ass kicking fiesta of the Oregon game. I was never. Worried we were going to lose that game because we well, were tough to be worried about losing the game when you lead it from literally the just, opening yeah. kickoff until the final buzzer and the three point shooting was there like we are I it think we shot over game. yeah we shot over forty percent from deep T- what were we twenty four of twenty five from the free throw line in the second half after shooting two in the first half <laughs> like that's really nice and I- I'll move that to here we have uh, so we always said over the last couple years we had depth you know like. But did we really, like, we had no. nothing against these guys. We had Ahmad Wagner, Dom Ewell, and uh, Ellingson. Ellingson are, were considered depth last year. You look at our squad this year, we have legitimate death. Death, not death. Yeah. We, death lineup. Death bench, we'll call it. Uh, Bear, Connor McCaffrey, Joe Wieskamp, uh, Maishi Daly, Ryan Creener, Cordell Pemsel, and here's a stunner. Came in the Oregon game. Could not believe it. I couldn't believe it either. For the shock of my Hawkeye basketball fandom career. Riley frickin' Till. And he cleaned up the glass. (laughs) He was so good in that game. He came off the bench. Kid from Dubuque Wallard. Just basically thought of as an afterthought. You know, comes in late when we're either up by a lot or down by a lot. Although I did see a report after the game that Fran said he was going to use him in that game, which he is did, surprising. And he did look a little clumsy offensively. Oh, yeah, for sure. But defensively and rebounding-wise, he was phenomenal. Yeah. He, it yeah. was insane to watch. He's he's a walk-on and much more of the mold of a Charlie Rose than a Nicholas Bear. But he played much more like Nicholas Bear and, when he yeah. came in against Oregon. Yes, unreal. Oh, can we also talk about Creener hitting that three from about <laughs> 35 feet? We have... I, our big guys are shooters. Aside, I don't like when Cook shoots that hey, much. He made one already this year. I know he's yeah. made one, but I'd, I'd still rather have him be aggressive towards hoop because that's where he's at right. his best. But you see, Garza, I think, was three of three against Oregon from deep. Wet. He was soaking in that game, and he's a good free throw shooter too. <clears throat> and you got uh, Bear. He's all right. He's not great, but he's manageable. And Creener seems to be a very good three point shooter early in the season thus far. And you pair that with. Our problem last year was Bohannon was the ball handler, and we had literally nobody else that could take it. But now you mm-hmm. see the development from Daly, Connor McCaffrey, Joe Wieskamp. Like, all these guys can control the ball, and it's really nice to see. Last year, all the pressure was on Cook and Bohannon to do all the work offensively, but now we're getting everybody involved, and that's yeah. part of the big reason why the turnaround is on right now. I think that uh, the biggest, most positive difference we're going to see this year as opposed to last year is having Connor McCaffrey be able to come in and handle the ball as an actual point guard. That way, if Bohannon is tired, we have a legitimate point guard option to replace him, or if we want to play them at the same time, Bohannon can play off the ball more as a two. That will free up a lot more three-point shooting (coughs) for him. So having him healthy on this team this year is going to be probably the biggest positive from for this team over what they were last year, I think. And the defense has stepped up big time also. Yeah, well, they had to. I mean, I mean if you're giving up 86 points a game or whatever <laughs> they were last year, you're not going to be competitive in the Big Ten or really any game that you play. I just think we all need to cherish the, the time we have left with Tyler Cook. 
he's by he's easily the most exciting player I've seen at Iowa ever. I think in since I've been watching, and there's no chance he's here after this year. Uh, I would I would yeah. like to yeah. I was gonna point that out actually here. He uh, so we all know he went to the draft evaluation process, which is a new thing the NCAA's added or the NBA's added over the last couple of years, which is really cool. I mean, you saw Caleb Swanigan a couple of years ago, uh, from Purdue go to the draft evaluation process after his freshman year, and they said, hey, you're a little out of shape and you don't really have an outside game. Comes back, becomes a very good perimeter shooter, and uh, loses a lot of weight, becomes more in, more, more in shape, wins Big Ten Player of the Year, and gets drafted. And uh, you're seeing that from Tyler Cook right now. I think he kind of had a reality check this summer when he went and took his shot there, see what they were going to say, which was a smart move on his part. And uh, I was checking out his stats today. He is. Th- these are all things he's on, improved on from last year. I know we're only four games in, but he's be- averaging more points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, blocks, steals. His free throw percentage is higher, and his field goal percentage is higher. Those are all up from last season, and he's playing much better defense than what he was a season ago. I like his hair, too. <laughs> yeah, his hair's looking nice. Uh, speaking of good hair, if we're on that topic, did you see Bo- Joe Bowes in the 2K? 2K Empire Classic? It was looking good. I mean, he's usually got some pretty good flow going. Uh, but it was sharp that day. It was a nice ridge up. It was it was clean. Underrated hair, I would say, is probably Garza. It's it's kind of messy, but it's, it's it looks very lush. It matches his personality very well. All yeah. right, you know what? Hot take here. Best hair on the team, Creener. <laughs> that. <laughs> That is smoldering. <laughs> not, not, nothing against his mom, but I sure I, I'm sure she does it. Just puts a bowl on his head and takes the scissors around it. Not much to it, but hey, he's a gritty player, and gritty players don't get good haircuts, I guess. Nope. But uh, yeah, the Hawkeyes four and zero game against Alabama State, which we will be streaming live on Facebook Live. Make sure you go check that out on a uh, Wednesday night at eight thirty uh, in Carver. Uh, Should assume, be a good old ass-kicking fiesta. Uh, just hope the Hawks don't fall back a little here. I would like to see them win by 100 over this <laughs> Alabama State team. But, uh, oh, one thing we forgot to talk about. The Top 25 poll came out today, and the Hawkeyes are in it for the first time since 2015-2016 season. Whew, that season had a lot of potential. <laughs> yeah, got up to number three that season. Yeah. And uh, then we did a lot of bedwetting. Yep. But we'll never forget the Mike Cassell alley oop pass to Woody to win the game that was against a missed Temple. shot, and you know it. And I was a alley oop, Mike. <laughs> if you hear this, you're my hero. But uh, no, that was uh, back in the top twenty-five. Nice to see. I'm just gonna say, we were talking about it earlier in the conversation I'm in with Joey. The don't drink the Kool Aid just yet. Feels like fool's gold to me. Yeah. Just. Iowa does have a tendency to build our hopes up and then crush us in football and basketball. So until we start beating Big Ten teams, our like third Big Ten game is on the road at Michigan State. That'll be a pretty good indicator of whether or not this is a legitimate team or not. Well, even just next week we play Wisconsin yeah, already. Yeah, well, so. and that's not even our third Big Ten game. It goes Wisconsin-Michigan State back-to-back, oh, back, okay. and that's after the Alabama State game, I believe. We can yeah. fact-check there. If, I think it is. I'd... Yeah, but those are big games. We beat Alabama State. What do you mean, if we beat Alabama hey, State? Hey, don't take anything for granted. I when just, we beat Alabama State. We lost to a Division two school in a scrimmage three years ago. So yeah. well, you know anything what? can that, happen. That was then. This is now. We're better. Hey, we made the tournament that year, though. So that's fine. Yeah, we did. We did. But, uh, yeah, so 
Hawkeye's looking good. The wrestling team got a win this weekend over Princeton, 31-10. Uh, still rolling there, Spencer Lee, so no breaking news. Well, that's all we'll say on that topic. But uh, we're going to do something here a little different. We're Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, it's it's Monday night right now, but uh, Thanksgiving, Thursday. And uh, we're going to power rank uh, us, uh, or power rank our top five Thanksgiving foods. And uh, we're going to bring in another person here. My brother, Danny Myers, will be joining us. Uh, thanks for coming on, Danny. And uh, That's who, what she said. Who, who would like to start the party here? Okay, question. Are we listing off all five of them in a row, or are we just going to everybody <clears throat> do their five, then their four, then their three? Everybody, I'd say, say do that. their five. I would say yeah, everybody do their five. All right. Yep, and uh, who would like to start? I'll take it. All right, I'll take it. All right. Stim. Five being, like, the lowest on the list. Yep. Number one being the highest. Yep. All right. <clears throat> number five, the dinner rolls. Mm, that's a good one. They're great because you can take all the food and make it into a sandwich. Yep. That's good. Okay. Number four, pecan pie. Fight me if you think that pumpkin <laughs> pie is better because it is not. All right. Number three, mashed potatoes. They're like the glue of the Thanksgiving dinner. You get, like, whatever gets into that, it only makes it better. Number two, the turkey. It's like the biggest part of the meal. Obviously, it's the centerpiece. You gotta love it. And number one, the stuffing. And not that not that box stove top crap. I'm talking about, like, legit homemade stuffing with some gravy on it. It's the absolute best part of the Thanksgiving meal. All right. Uh, either of you two have any comments here? I, I'll, I'll feed off of that because it leads right into mine. Well, do you have anything <clears throat> to say? Because I got something to say about his. Oh, no, you can go. I've never had pecan pie, but I still wouldn't put it in my top five. Well, that, that That is all. Well, clearly, if you've never had well, yeah. it. Right, if you've, never, never, had, if you've had never had it, obviously you're not putting it in your top really five. You're not going to rank it if yeah. you've never had it. But yeah. also, what are you doing if you've never had this pie? It's great. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joey, you can go. All right, so Austin's favorite was stuffing. I'm going to go stuffing at five. And I put only a small portion. I feel like stuffing is something that I can only eat a little bit of before I'm like... Yeah, it's like soggy bread. What it's is this? It's bread, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bread. It's, it's, it tastes good, but after a little while of eating it, I'm just like, why am I eating this? Because it's the best <clears throat> Thanksgiving food. Second, or fourth, I guess, turkey. The turkey's wonderful because you can... I pretty much mix it with everything. Turkey goes great with everything. And if you have a good turkey, it'll, it's good to eat for days. Question. How long do you microwave a 25-pound turkey for? Austin, you don't microwave Austin, a 25-pound turkey. Austin, that's a stupid turkey. Twitter trend. Don't <laughs> fall into under peer pressure. Third, the stuff that Austin thinks does not exist. The macaroni and corn <laughs> casserole. That shit is so good. It's <laughs> awful. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan you guys of it. I'll eat smoking. it, but there's not a lot I won't eat. So. You don't mix corn with food. Yeah, corn, first like, of all, Danny, that's incorrect. You mix incorrect. corn with everything. No, no. I disagree. What yeah. you mix corn, corn with your mashed potatoes? Why no, would you ruin gross. just? Why would you ruin corn? I, you aren't. Corn's, corn's good enough. Better. So, <clears throat> I want to clarify something here. Joey says that I claim that this food does not exist. That's a misrepresentation. I said that I have never had it at any of my Thanksgivings, and Joey has spun that into being. Austin denies the existence of this food. Austin, I did hear you deny it. You had to have been around it at some point. I'm sure I it's been at, at, a, some, at something that you've been at, and you just passed it up because you didn't know what it was. That's false. Joey, you are the fake news media. All right, number two on Joey's list. Green bean casserole. Shit is phenomenal. That's all I pretty much have yep, to say about that. Yep, all right. And then, uh, this is kind of like Austin's. Well, not really. 
<laughs> Sweet potato pie, phenomenal. Yep, yep. I'll take that over your pumpkin pie any day. The topping's kind no, of the same. I don't like pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah, so pump, yeah. I'll take it over either of your stupid yeah, fucking pies. Hey, I will fight you. Alrighty. Alrighty. <laughs> Sweet potato pie, awesome. A- anybody comments on Joey's? Oh, we already I, heard. Yeah. Austin doesn't think my stuff exists. That's Alright, Danny. Go for it. Okay, so I kind of made mine like a plate. Like, if I was making a plate, how would I rank it? Good strategy. And so I looked at my plate, and on the bottom of the list is green bean casserole. Building off what Joey said. It's great, but it's like taking something gross, since it's a vegetable. Like, no one likes vegetables. (laughs) Fact. And and just putting some good... I'm not even sure what it is. It's like gravy, yeah, I think. It, it, Onion like strings. Yeah. yeah, it's like unhealthy stuff. Terrible but, stuff it, but, but together, healthy. together, it like it's equals her- out. And it's just like, mm, good. Green beans yeah. aren't horrible anymore. Green beans are better if you dip them in chocolate. Yeah. But Most likely. I, I, I highly doubt that. Are, are you kidding? Have absurd. you ever had anything that was made worse by putting chocolate yeah. on it? Yeah. Raisins? Raisins what? suck to begin with you anyway. You think they're worse in chocolate? Raisins Why? Blah, what blah, makes blah. you think a green bean would taste better in chocolate? What makes what you makes think, you think it, it would taste worse? Do you like yeah. chocolate? Like a sweet savory Do you think thing. a piece of broccoli? Yes. Oh my god. Move on. This is nuts. This number four on my list. Rolls. It doesn't matter what type of roll. It's just awesome. Bread is awesome. Yep. And you can Plus make you can dip. You can dip it in the gravy. You can put all the extras so on So you're saying you like bread with gravy but not stuffing, which is bread with gravy. Austin, I don't Dude. like to go into legit linguistics. <laughs> oh, my Logistics. You were trying to not say linguistics and logistics, but yeah. Just combined them. I don't like linguistics. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. But anyways, Austin, you're wrong. Okay, so number three, ham. Uh, ham is just, like, awesome, no yeah. matter what. You can have it any time of the day, breakfast, supper, lunch. <laughs> Anyways, number two, Oreo salad. This is my dessert. I don't know if you qualify this as a dessert, but it is. I well, don't. It's, it's not a main dish. No, yeah, it's, it's like a it's side. Like, it's like I think side. technically it's considered a salad. But like technically, yeah, it's called Oreo, Oreo salad. Fluff. But there's no like well, yeah, what makes salad. it? There's Snicker salad too, which is just like some yeah, cut up apple. That is apple. Whipped you wouldn't have that for dessert bars. though. You wouldn't like replace that. You right, but I'm saying like calling it a salad is. Pretty big misrepresentation. Oh, but I think that's yeah. what like it would qualify as. All right, they're Danny. on, sal- it's on okay. salad bars. All righty, mm-hmm. Danny, go. Good point. Okay, and number one on my list, mashed potatoes. But unlike Austin, I'm putting gravy on my, my mashed potatoes because his mashed potatoes are gross without Wait, gravy. Okay. You said you said you like them dry. No, he okay. never clarified. I didn't say. I thought it was just expected that you put gravy on your mashed potatoes because that's what any sane human being does. Uh, full disclosure. Luke doesn't. Oh my! I don't put gravy. Get on my out of here! Full disclosure: Luke also doesn't think chocolate makes everything better. So that yeah, because putting it on a vegetable sounds horrible. Well, Would you, you eat, eat an onion with the chocolate? Why not? Sure. I wouldn't eat onion plain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that is true. I would eat a green bean any day. But dip it in chocolate, and it's like oh, it's better. Yeah. All right. Okay. And done? yes, that is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any comments? I don't even remember what your top five was. Okay, I remember it. Yeah, just run down right. it quick. Really quick. No one Green bean, casserole, rolls, ham, Oreo salad, mashed potatoes, and gravy. I'm very all right with that list. I wouldn't. Part of me wouldn't put Oreo salad up there, but it is good, though. The only good, reason yeah. turkey's not on mine is because turkey is like chicken's like second cousin once removed that no one likes. It's From like, beauty, yeah. It's disgusting. Turkey? Uh, what? N- what? D- n- no. no. It's not disgusting. Okay, it's not disgusting. It's just... 
way it's just really less better really than chicken. Good. Yeah, it's awesome. No, yes. so chicken would be superior. Well, Danny, you why would you why do you have to compare them? Yeah, why but can't they both be also, good? Also, they're both. I don't, I don't like that. Look. Like, the turkey is the centerpiece of Thanksgiving dinner, not a ham. You just oh, <clears throat> okay, I'll go. <laughs> All righty, <laughs> so so uh, <clears throat> uh, my number five is mashed potatoes. And I'm not saying I won't throw some gravy on there occasionally, but I'd much rather have mine plain. Light dry. dry gravy. Who takes Lighter. it dry? I, well, I mean, you throw your meats on there, and it gets all moist together. It's real Ooh. nice. Ooh la la. Yeah, ooh la la. Look, are we still talking about Thanksgiving, dude? Yes, yes we are. And then uh, number my number four is green bean casserole. Joey mentioned my favorite part of that is actually the little onion strings they put on top. Uh, that's, that's just delightful. A nice little surprise. Nice little crunch. Uh, I'm going turkey with number three. And then number two is sweet potato pie. As Joey mentioned, I think that's he was the only other person to put it on. Phenomenal. Yeah, mom makes a mean sweet potato pie. And then uh, my number one is going to be my Grandpa Johnny's ham with uh, horseradish. Ooh. The horseradish does do the ham wonders. It, it's not that the ham plain isn't isn't good in itself, but Grandpa also makes the horseradish. Yep, Grandpa makes the horseradish from scratch. He grows it himself. But uh, you eat enough of that horseradish, and you're bald. Not saying you'll have hair by Christmas time, but there's a fair chance. There's there's a certain reason I have a full chest of hair and a full back of hair. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> my yeah, back's but, a little spotty. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, okay, I don't think anybody wants to continue to hear about your body hair. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, we're moving on from body hair. Anybody got well, any comments? What? Okay, wait. Wait, we're saying we got any honorable mentions they would like to add. Um, mm, probably like I just, thought about yeah. adding like Oriental salads. Like some, there's always a tasty salad at her. Uh, how about this? Just straight up corn. Never had it. (laughs) (laughs) What is straight up corn? At Thanksgiving, never had just plain corn. No, yeah. What? You've had corn in your mac and cheese, but not just regular corn? It gets mixed with everything. Yeah, it's brought as one. It's not brought separate, and then I mix them. Yeah, but I'm saying... What? You guys do Thanksgiving much different than I do Thanksgiving. We do it the right way. False. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. You guys are eating ham, not turkey. We have both awesome. Have you ever had my Grandpa Johnny's ham? I I have not, no. Have you ever had the horseradish? Not a fan. So you haven't. So you have, have not his little... specific horseradish, but I've had other horseradish. Well, it's not as good, plain and simple. But I, I, I thought about throwing Butterfinger dessert on there, but uh, people probably don't know what Butterfinger dessert is if they're not familiar with it. It's basically torn up angel food cake with uh, I know somebody's gonna say something this with, is a cooking with show like a now, white or... cream on it. Cool <laughs> it's cool. Whip. No, it's not cool. It's, it's a mixture. I know what it is. I made. I've made it. It's not just Cool Whip, it is a white cream. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then it's, it's very good. And then it's got it's smashed up Butterfingers on top. And my God, it's... I, I'm not kidding. My Uncle Keith loves to eat. Every year at Thanksgiving it's there, or every holiday that we have Butterfinger dessert, he'll get five plates worth of Butterfinger dessert. Because he'll, he'll save room. And he won't move the rest of the day. But by God... Cholesterol's got to be through the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not great for you. It's not like you're eating green beans dunked in chocolate or anything but uh yeah so any other honorable mentions from the peanut gallery i gotta add just like a nice dr pepper with the meal always ties it together (laughs) yeah that's a good old dp it's always great we're not (laughs) sponsored by him or anything but uh dr pepper is one of a kind brought to you by country doctor (laughs) (laughs) dr thunder (laughs) but uh oh wait i just wanted to fend my turkey comment one more time I said if I was designing a plate, if I had to choose over the ham or turkey at our th- family Thanksgiving, I'd much rather choose the ham. Oh, you! I thought you were going to go somewhere else there and we were going to throw hands. I thought you were going to say you would rather have the turkey over the ham. 
He's defending not having yeah. turkey on his list. Why would he have said that? I don't know. I'm not the smartest kid. Nobody ever said that. Ooh. Also, just remember this. Sorry, this is coming in at the end of the podcast here. Uh, actually, you were in the shower before when I saw this, and I said it to Austin. Uh, the Mackey Award finalist, which goes to the best tight end in the nation every year, came out today. Which Iowa tight end was on it? TJ Hawkinson. Thanks. I told you, Austin. I would have guessed Hawkinson because he's been He's having better. a better season than Finn. Yeah, but I that just kind of blows my mind. He's he's leading him in like Fenton like all statistical categories, receptions, receiving yards, maybe not touchdowns. I don't think but, touchdowns, but uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that. And but, he plays a lot more snaps. So Yeah, but Hawk is We have two legitimate NFL tight ends on this team and currently. It's going to be a damn Wait. shame. Hawk going to be gone, I think. I thought of one more honorable mention for this food thing. <laughs> We're all over the place here to end the show. Uh, definitely the peanut M&M's that'll be sitting on the table before Ooh, the meal. Daddy. Hell of a pick by Daddy. What a rally. Wow. Sometimes what a rally. A different variety of things mixed that, in there, but... That was a good one. The peanut M&M's you munch on for, like, four hours before yep. the meal. And, no, that was and a hell of a call, after the meal, you're, you like, you're walking past the table and you're like, oh, peanut M&M's, throwing a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So good work well on that done. one, Danny. That is a hell of a recovery. I think Danny just jumped to number one here. That was a hell of a power rank by him and an honorable mention list. But, uh, guys... Hawkeyes play Nebraska this Friday for a good old ass-kicking against the little brothers from the West. And uh, Hawkeye basketball team in action Wednesday night, as I mentioned earlier. We will be live-streaming that one live with our play-by-play. Uh, our guys, nobody likes the people at ESPN, uh, CBS, uh, Fox. Anyway, so we'll be covering that one. Make sure to tune in. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Don't tell anybody associated with copyright laws. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And as always, go Hawks. Happy Thanksgiving.